Good afternoon, friends. It is your host, Itota O. Samson. I'm glad to come your way again this afternoon. And I pray that the Lord God Almighty, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, will give you insight. We cause your heart to be flooded with light so that at the end of this message, you will be able to guide your heart jealously for God alone. In Jesus' name I have prayed. Amen. Now this teaching is going to be a second part to the first part which I taught the last time, which I titled, Guide Your Heart with All Diligence. This will be a follow-up on that. And by the grace of God, we are going to continue to look at how we can guide our heart diligently so that it can be to the praise of God alone. And we will continue to do that as the Lord wills. Now, I will continue my reading from Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 4. Verse 23, that is our main scripture for this class. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23, I read from the New King James Version. That is what I'm using. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. Now, again, let's move a bit further. So Proverbs chapter 23, I'll read verses to 7. Proverbs chapter 23, from verses I read, Do not eat the bread of a, a miser, nor desire his delicacies. Verse 7, For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, he says to you, but his heart is not with you. I read that verse 7 again. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Praise the Lord. Now, again, let's move further to Proverbs chapter 27, verse 19. Proverbs chapter 27, verse 19. I'm trying to establish this idea of guiding our heart diligently again and again. Proverbs chapter 27, verse 19. I read, As in water, as in water face reveals face, so a man's heart reveals the man. Again I read, As in water face reveals face, that is, what he's trying to say is that, if you put your face close to the water, what you see inside the water is your face. 
So a man's heart reveals the man. So as a man behold his face inside the water, as in the mirror, so also the attitude of a man, the character and behavior of a man, reveals who he is. The behavior, the, the characters that a man portrays, it displays, shows the true nature of his heart. And that is why believers in Christ Jesus, Christians, everywhere, wherever you are listening to me, you hold it as a duty to guide your heart because your heart reveals your personality. If you remember the last time I said, we are our thought life. We are our thought life. In other words, our thoughts is what our heart is. The expression of our life. What we do, what we say, is as a result of what is coming out from our hearts. Praise the Lord. Again, let's move to Proverbs chapter 23. Let me read verse 19. Proverbs chapter 23, verse 19. I read, Hear, my son, and be wise, and guide your hearts in the way Hear my song. I read again. And be wise. What do you use to, what do you use to hear? Your ear. That's what you use to hear. And guide your heart in the way. You hear through your ear. And you retain with your heart. Your heart is what retain. Your ear does not retain. The only organ in your body that have ability to understand, that has the ability to get knowledge, that has ability to get revelation, is your heart. So, here it is written, Hear, my son, and be wise. That is, wisdom comes by hearing, and not only hearing alone, and guide your heart in the way. That is, wisdom comes by hearing, and it is being sustained, and it keeps a man in a way when it is being retained in the heart. Now look at verse 20. Do not miss with wine Biblas, bibas rather, do not miss with wine bibas. Those who are carried away by 
alcohol, drunkards. Do not be mixed with wine bibas or with glutinous eater of meats. Verse 21. For the drunkard and the gluten will come to poverty. And drowsiness will clot a man with rags. What is this scripture trying to tell us? The state of a man, the condition of a man, is as a result of the is as a result of what is going down deep inside that man. What the man is displaying outside is as a result of what is going deep down within him. Praise the Lord. Proverbs chapter 23, verse 15. I read, My son, if your heart is wise, my heart will rejoice. Indeed, I myself. My son, if your heart is wise, that is, if you allow your heart to retain wisdom, my heart will rejoice. Indeed, I myself. Why am I going to rejoice myself as your father because I now know that what is going to be coming out of your heart is going to be filled with godly wisdom praise God is going to be accompanied by God's wisdom knowledge and revelation is going to be filled with prudence is going to be filled with godly discretions. That is why I will be glad. I myself will rejoice as your father because your character will reflect the nature of God. Why? As a result of what is going down deep inside your heart. Praise the Lord. The heart is deep. And that is where many of us believers today are having issues. Issues in our marriages. Issues in our businesses. Issues in our careers. Issues in our academics. Issues here and there. Because we have neglected our hearts. We have neglected the subjection of our hearts to the intents, to the desire, to the need, and to the will of God. We have broken home, Christian broken home, because their hearts was not properly guided and as a result of that 
there are bound to be challenges. We can't fully understand the heart. But by means of guidance, by using the word of God, which I, I said in the last episode, we are able to come to the realization of what the heart is made up of. Praise God. The Bible says in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, that as Christians, we must renew our mind. We must not be conformed to this world, but we must renew our mind. Now, in the last episode, I discussed about how we can guide our heart using the word of God. Praise the Lord. It is the responsibility, just as I've said in the last episode, for the believers in Christ Jesus to guide their heart. <laughs> Praise God. I like the new I like the NNT translation. The NNT translation says in, in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23, it said, Above all else, guard your heart, because that is where life starts. The organ that is responsible for the sustenance of a man's life. A very primary organ. Every other organ is important in the body. But the most primary organ that is important, most important and vital to the life of a man is the heart. Is the heart. The moment the heart start, stop beating, the man is dead. So everything starts from the heart. What is the heart? The heart is life. The heart is life. Praise God. Physically, the heart is responsible for circulation of the blood, flow of the blood through the entire system. But the heart itself, the way God designed it, is the life. And the Lord wants us to be able to guide our life carefully so that the life will not be hearted. Those who didn't retain God in their hearts, those who were any those who were enemies of God were not privileged and they have those opportunity to be able to guide their heart jealously. Out of the heart comes envy, which we have looked at before. 
out of the heart comes covetousness. Out of the heart comes pride. If believers, Christians, don't guide their heart with diligence, the possibility of allowing the accuser, center the devil, to take charge of our heart is a possibility. It is a possibility. In order to guide against that, the Bible was initiated by God. The Bible is the Word of God. This Bible, this Word of God, that we have as a hard copy in our hand, we can handle, that we have as a soft copy on our laptop, on our mobile phones today, was basically designed to guide our hearts into the heart of God when we have come to accept Him through our Lord Jesus Christ. From Genesis to Revelation, the Bible is all about the hearts of man. No wonder he said, the kingdom of God is within you. The kingdom of God is within There is a place where the kingdom of God is. Not in your head, not in your ear. That kingdom of God is within you. It's talking about your heart. Praise God. Romans chapter 10. Let me show you something there. Your heart is your life. That is where God placed your life. Every human being that exists on this earth today, their life stem from their heart. And in order to keep that life flowing, it must be submitted and subjected to the Creator God through His Word. Hallelujah. Otherwise, the life will die. Romans chapter 10 is a very popular scripture. But I would like to read it to us again. Let me start from verse 9. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes to righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made to salvation. Confession is nothing. If the heart does not retain it, salvation is nothing. 
will be of no effect to the life of a Christian unless it is retained. We believe with the heart, not with the mouth. The life of Christ we talk about is in the heart. Praise God. The life he was talking about. Let's go to John chapter 10. Praise God. Hallelujah. John 10, 10. John 10, 10. Alright, I read. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that day, who are they? You and I. I have come that they may have life. And that they may have it more abundantly. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Any man whose heart is not guided by the word of God. Because as a primary means of guiding the heart from the beginning to the end. Is the primary is the secondary. Praise God. Everything that we use to guide our heart comes from the word of God. The life he's talking about here is not talking about this natural life we are living in. The life he's talking about is talking about the life of the soul. The life of the soul. He's talking about the eternal life. The eternal life is the life of the heart. Is the life of the heart. That is why as Christians, now that we are born again, we must portray the character, the behavior, the attitude of Christ. Where does gay come from? Where, do, where does lesbianism come from? It comes from the heart of corrupt men. Where does Sodomy come from? It comes from the heart of those who are corrupt. Their hearts are filled with perverted thoughts, negative thoughts, which are contrary to the will of God. Praise God. Which are contrary to the design of God for a man's life. Praise God. With their hearts a man believe unto righteousness. The heart you used to believe. 
we are seed to the coming of Christ by the way we keep our hearts. We are sealed unto that day by the way we manage our heart. I'm encouraging every one of you, submit your heart, subject your heart to the word of God. Enough of wrongful living, wrong, eh, 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 enough of wrongful thought life. Guide your heart with all diligence. Guide your heart with all diligence. Guide your heart with all diligence. You must daily do so. You must daily do so. Daily. You must guide your heart. Proverbs chapter 16 verse 1. Proverbs 16 verse 1. Hope you are being blessed by this message. We must take time to reflect on what is going down deep inside of us. Anyone whose heart is not in proper guidance cannot serve God well, cannot pray effectively. You can pray effectively where based on what is happening in your heart. A heart that is corrupt cannot please God. A heart that is distorted cannot stand before the Lord. Praise the Lord. A heart that is distorted is a devil's seat. Proverbs chapter 16 verse 1. I read, The preparations of the heart belong to man. But the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. The plans of a man comes from the heart, not from the head. Comes from the heart, not from the hand, not from the leg. The preparation, how my heart will be, what will become of my life. I start. Is my, I am the one that starts it and God completes it. The God, our God have the final say over the preparation we have made. Praise God. Hallelujah. The Lord is good. Praise God. Let's continue. 16 verse 9, Proverbs 16 verse 9. A man's heart plans his way, but the law directs his steps. A man's heart. You can see we are made of our heart. We are made. We are made out of our heart. We are established by what is in our heart. Proverbs 18, 2. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 2. A fool has no delight in understanding, but in expressing his own heart. You see, he does not delight because his heart 
has no room for understanding. What is in his heart is foolishness. So a fool has no delight in understanding. So his heart is not prepared to receive anything that can make his heart better because he's not after the guidance of his heart. Those who are after the guidance of and the maintenance of their heart will go for understanding. Praise God. Proverbs chapter 14.30 Praise God. Brethren, let's take it as a responsibility upon us to daily guide our life by guiding our hearts. Your life is sustained. Your life is protected based on how you Keep your heart. Proverbs 14.30 I read, A sound heart is life to the body, but envy, but envy is rottenness to the bones. A sad heart is life to the body, but envy is rottenness to the bones. In other words, if your heart is not good, if your heart is not right, it affects your entire body. Your entire body is affected when your heart is corrupted. Your heart is not guided. Your heart is not built around the confines of God. It's not consecrated. For God's use. So what happened is that. Remember I said. Out of the heart comes envy. So a heart that is not guided. That builds up envy. Envy. Is prone to become rotten. To the bone. What happened? What what, the rottenness there is talking about. It's not talking about. Uh, physical rottenness like having worms and all those stuff around you the rottenness he's talking about is that you'll be devoided of the life of God peace joy gladness um, faithfulness gentleness self-control those are the things he's talking about the things that would have make you much more better and give you a better kind of life to live will not be there and as a result of that the spirits will begin to die praise god your spirit is sustained your body is sustained your soul is sustained by means of proper guardians of your heart by means of proper guardians by means of proper guardians we must guide our heart proverb 14 just move down a bit wisdom rests quietly in the heart of him who has understanding but what is in the hearts of fool is made 
No. Wisdom rests quietly in the hearts of him who has understanding. So wisdom resides there quietly. But fool cannot retain anything in his heart. But to pour out the rottenness that is in that is in there. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 13 says, A merry heart makes a cheerful countenance. That is, a heart that is happy, that is not rotten, that have not caused rottenness to the bone as a result of envy. Praise God. A merry heart makes a cheerful countenance, but by sorrow of the heart, the spirit is broken. So the spirit of man is broken by means of sorrow. What brings sorrow? Envy, unforgiveness, jealousy, malice, all the works of the flesh. As I've read out to you before, the last time from Galatians chapter 5, all the works of the flesh are rottenness. Bring rottenness to the bone. Rottenness. Rottenness to the bone. Rottenness. So I encourage you, in this last day we are living in, we don't know when Jesus will come. We will only be saved by means of guarding our heart. There is no other way. The greatest battle we have to fight is not by gone. It is not by means of using gone. Yes, you don't, it's not by, by gun method. We don't use gun to fight. The greatest battle you have to fight is your heart as a Christian. Is your heart. Because most of the times, Jesus Christ said, Whosoever that look at a woman lustfully has already committed uh, fornication with that person in the heart. Whosoever that look at uh, a a woman lustfully has committed fornication in his heart. So God judges the heart, not the head or the hand. God is going to judge your heart because your heart is your life. Your heart is your thought life. So you must daily guide your heart. If your heart is not daily protected, it becomes polluted and the devil can begin to walk through your heart to begin to carry out its negative activities most of the time we are not being taught these things in the church that is why we have persons who we say they are born again but their hearts are not in line with god expects them and with the way god expects them to be living their heart is far from it because what is going down deep inside of them is contrary to the word of god me why they are born again so we must daily guard our heart because the bible said we should be sober and vigilant because the devil who is the the, the devourer is moving to and fro looking for whom to devour we must not give him that chance we must not give him because the day we cease to guide our heart he takes over by bringing in wrong thoughts wrong desires wrongful plants all the things that will make us become an enemy to our creator he begins to bring them 
sin reside in the heart, not in the body. Sin that is committed with the body reside in the heart. Because it is not what go inside us, our body that corrupts us. What comes in comes out from us. Before fornication was committed, before adultery was committed, it was from the heart. It came from the heart. Before we lied, it grew out of our heart. Brothers and sisters, I pray that the grace of God will help us to guide our heart diligently. Yes. So that we can, our mind can be submitted completely to Him. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Now let's quickly look at the book of 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians or rather, 2 Corinthians chapter 10. 2 Corinthians chapter 10. I will start reading from verse 3. Okay. 2 Corinthians chapter 10 from verse 3. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh what he's trying to say is that though um we have ability to move around by means of the various uh, uh, organs that god have placed in us and by the different means by which he walk through us for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty in god for pulling down strongholds. Alright? For pulling down strongholds. Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. And being ready... To punish all disobedience when your own, when your obedience is fulfilled. What is talking about there? That the weapon. What are the weapon we use? The weapon we use is the word of God, the Jesus. These are the weapons we use. The shield of faith. We put on the armor of God. Put on the element of salvation. These are the weapon that is talking about. His weapon, they are not, they are not carnal. The weapon of our warfare are not carnal. What it means is that they are not physical things that you can handle with hands. They are not material things like bullets, like gun, armored, uh, armored detonating vehicles. Those are not the kind of weapons he's talking about. Talking about shield of faith. Talking about the name of Jesus. Talking about uh, elements of salvation. These are the weapons. First of all, they must work in our lives. You see, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Most of what we are praying against sometimes, 
pray against witches, wizards, and everything and all. But most of what we pray at times, um, praise God, most of what we pray at times for our enemies, we are really the enemies, actually. Why? Because there are some certain strongholds. Where does this stronghold re, uh, reside? Arguments and um, high things. They reside in the heart. Where does pride come from? Where does envy come from? Where does jealousy come from? Where does the desire to disobey God come from? Is it not from the heart? It comes from the heart. So what do you use to pull them down? You use the word of God. The word of God is used to pull it down. The name of Jesus is used to cast down every imagination. Every imagination is the thought that is going through your heart. Every disobedience is what is going through your heart. So they have become strongholds. It is not the devil actually. It is what you have allowed your heart to nurse. And they have grown to maturity. And now they have become a stronghold. So how can you call all that to obedience? When your own obedience has not yet been fulfilled. Verse 6 of it. And be ready to punish all disobedience. That is the disobedience that was once in you. When your own obedience is so you are able to punish the disobedient that is in another man's heart when your own disobedience has been fulfilled by means of guidance. Praise God. So most of the battles we are fighting are battles which are in our own personal lives that we just seem to take our eyes from them and be praying against one witch and wizard that is in our area which has nothing to do with us but we are the one who are having some wicked and um, allowing some certain things which are not supposed to come out from our hearts to be growing but it is my prayer that the lord god will give us understanding will help us purify our heart to be for his use alone in Jesus' name, till I come your way next time, keep your heart with all diligence. Amen.